welcome to the official podcast of Trout Porn Nation, your source for the best in fly fishing trout media from around the globe. Now here are your hosts, Rob Griggs, Steve Segura, and Scott Long. Hello and welcome to podcast number seven. You are here with Rob and Scott and Steve to talk about all things fly fishing and what's happening on the WLB, which would be Trout Porn World Leaderboard and the Trout Porn. So we got a few things uh, coming up on the podcast that we've been working on for the last couple of weeks. We've got a little special guest, and so uh, well, let's get right into it. Uh, I know we've got some fishing trips that have been done since the last time we did a podcast, so we've got a lot to catch up on that. Uh, what about you, Scott and Steve? You guys been fishing? A little bit. Yeah, we did. Uh, Scott and I went to the, we went and fished fish the South Platte over. over North Fork uh, of the South yeah, Platte. North Fork. Yeah. Over there below uh, North Fork Ranch, and I drew a blank. Moved, moved one, <laughs> moved one fish, moved one fish the whole day, and I think Scott yeah. stung. Uh, got a couple nice ones, man. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. That's exactly what I like to hear. Hard working in there, man. It's really a nice is. little section of water. It can be pretty finicky, though. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of good fish. Every once in a while, you'll get a nice a nice big fat one that gets blown down from North Fork or Boxwood or something that'll be uh, hanging out in that public section. So it's a it's a fun little spot to fish. Doesn't get a whole lot of pressure. And you guys had perfect weather, too. It's been such a great fall. I mean, if you're not fishing, something's wrong. Yeah. This past fall was perfect. And so, but, well, I did the Trout Porn World Leaderboard Pyramid Trip out Uh-oh. in Nevada. That was a hoot. I am going to give props to all the quote brood pond people out there <laughs> i uh i got i got my butt handed to me i was there for three days and caught two fish it was it was definitely tougher than i thought it was going to be uh but i did manage to get one nice fish to the net and uh if you've never cast it off a ladder that's the place to go to do it um <laughs> but we had a great time uh, it was so fun just hanging out with people from the world leaderboard it was just a great time matching faces to names and voices and everything so it was really cool to hang out with everybody i did win at crosby's the uh slot machine i was waiting for everybody to get the license and i hit slot machine all in quarters so that was pretty awesome uh got to just look at a absolutely beautiful lake Uh, if you have not been to pyramid it's just one of the prettiest places that i've been to it's so pretty water is crystal clear and the fishing is tough so if you want to do any of that stuff that's the place to be and so but uh but we do have some news we oh yeah go ahead oh i was just gonna mention uh, also i was down at uh down in new mexico last week and uh spent some time on the san juan that was uh on a, a work trip, but I always try to wrap those around a weekend and, and get a day or day and a half or so out on the water. So it was a lot of fun. I uh, fished with John or uh, JD Moyer down there. Um, you might know him as John D. Moyer on uh, who? on the World Leaderboard. Rob, who is that? I, I don't know who that is. Rob, Rob's internet stalker. I don't. I don't ever get tagged in any of his posts, so I don't know who that is. I still to this day, every time I see a, one of my posts and it says John and Rob both like it, I'm, I want to post that up and go, "Oh, look, you guys agree on something." <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he likes. But to uh, our time. man, that San Juan is a is just a great river. Um, you know, the, that that's one of those buddy trips. I think it'd be a great spot for you know guys from Colorado or, or anywhere within a few hours of uh, of the San Juan because they do it up right down there. I mean they've got the facilities. You got you got uh, uh, you know the the fish heads right there. You've yep. got Abe's. You've got I, I I like the fish heads. There's a few other spots there that I'm not familiar with that other people have mentioned where they include meals and stuff, but. 
at Fish Heads, they got the Backcast Cafe that does some legit food there. Um, man, I recommend the Green Chili Philly, and they've got really good breakfast burritos. If you do get the Green Chili Philly, get a side of green chili sauce that you can pour on that sucker. It's no, white <clears throat> no white sauce? Oh, no me. white sauce for me. No white sauce. Real chili. The important stuff, the river. I mean, that thing uh, is loaded with fish. There's lots of big fish. They're hungry fish. Those fish are feeding constantly. And it gets a lot. It gets a, a rap for uh, being overly crowded and overly pressured. But there is a lot of water there. And if you're willing to walk a little bit, you can get away from the crowds. If you just fish right by the parking lot there in the in the first decent pool you come to, you're gonna you're gonna be crowded out with uh, a few other folks. But uh, if you do a little bit of walking, you'll find some great water and great fish and lots of action. And you know, if you're not catching. 20 30 fish a day there you need to talk to somebody because you should be yeah so uh steve that's kind of steve's home water so yeah now the uh quality and quality and quantity are definitely hand in hand there well i'm the only one that has not fished there so i think we need to do a trip down there oh it's coming up i need to go down there and see what it's about i'd like to do a trip next podcast trip man that's it man i mean float uh, like Scott was saying, you know, Abe's is there. Um, you got the Sportsman up on the hill, which is finally back to having some good food in, in it, you know, which is great because I love eating at that place. Yeah. Um, Backcast Cafe, like Scott was talking about. Uh, there's, you can go full full service fly shop just 200 yards away right there at Floating Fish, and you get everything you need, you know. Yeah. You lose something, go to Floating Fish, pick it up. Yeah, and Abe's has uh, a real good fly selection and those guys you know the cool thing too about both abes and fish heads you go in there and they're not just telling you what they've heard is fishing well they're showing you the bugs that they caught fish on the day before you know and those guys all just fish constantly so when you go in there to get some some tips and some gear you you get legit info from guys that just fish the river yep that's my kind of fly shop guys that actually do fish I yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, Chris Chris is always on the water, and he's always right there with the information. Yep. That's awesome. So, And the, the customer service down there is, is good. I mean, I, I love that place. And the other, the day I got there, I uh, dropped my phone in the water. And, yeah, that wasn't so smart. But I get in there, and he goes, oh, I heard you're supposed to put it in rice. You know, put it in a bag of rice to let it dry out, help it dry out. And next thing I know, he goes back in the kitchen and brings me out a Ziploc bag full of dry rice. So oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, that was cool. Right there. <laughs> he just has it on hand, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just a bag yeah. of rice on Oh, yeah. Hand. I mean, I, I remember I went down there, and I bought the uh, I bought the black fish heads mug from them. Because those are the ones they have out in the shop, you know. And... Uh, I talked to the wife, and she's like, well, do they have a white one? So I was like, I don't know. I've seen them. So I asked Chris. I said, you guys got the white ones? He's like, yeah, but, the, you know, they're not for sale. And I was like, oh, well, okay, whatever. He's like, but I'll sell you one. And I said, even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's, that's the type of guy he is, though. He'll help you out when you need help, and he'll, you know, whatever he needs to do to make everything good, he'll do. Yep. That's awesome. I need to get down there. I, I mean, after listening to you guys today... All day, talk about it. I'm like, all right, I got to get down there. I got to see what the sand one's all about. It uh, looks awesome. Well, that might it. be a good uh, a good next podcast trip. We did manage to uh, get our first podcast fishing trip in today with all three yeah, of us on the same river at the same time. And it was just nice to be back on my home water and, and get humbled with the, with the skunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the fishing wasn't on, I should say, on the South Platte today. So, but you know, you just got to make it work with what you got, and it's nice just being out sometimes. So, yeah. What stinks is because I was there three times this past week. I thought we were gonna just annihilate fish, and uh, little it was little, not like that. Little front came in, dumped a little snow, and that was it. Pushed him down, but flipped it on its ass. Caught anyway. a couple, caught a couple small fish, but I didn't take any pictures of anything. Which we, sucks because I got my Seahawks hat on. Go Hawks! No NFL points for me. But you did have that big boy on. I and did. So, I um, did. We chased that around for a little while, <laughs> but we could not get him to the net. That fish was easy, forty inches, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was probably state record. Forty-two. I'm yeah, saying. probably a little bit closer. But it was fun hanging out and just chilling out with you guys and being on the water and. 
just yeah, having yeah. guys I know that are out there fishing with me. So yeah, I mean that's that's, cool. that's you know like we've talked that's half that's half of the trip is having fun. That's oh, it all at all costs. Yeah. That's exactly. me. No matter what, I am all about it. So but. But well, I say we uh, we kind of put it on record as heading down to the Wan to do a, a nice podcast trip. I yep. think that would be hell sweet. yeah. That's what I'm talking I'm about. Down. So yeah, Just no, gotta put it on the calendar. Uh, get calendar. it on the calendar, you know. And uh, perfect segue as usual. Scott is a man of words, so <laughs> there are plenty of calendars. I don't know about plenty. I think there's a I heard few. There's a few. A few calendars left over. So if you want to get one, get on eBay and find one. Uh, I think the link is still on the Trout Porn main page, so you can get it there also. Yeah, we're running out of 2015, folks. Get your 2016 calendars. Yeah, just a couple more weeks and it's done. And then when you do get your 2016 calendar, be sure and reserve some space on it. Because we hear rumor there's an East Coast trip coming up. And yes, uh, I heard that too. Chris Spangler is going to be working on the details, so he should be. Uh, I know he's soliciting some, you know, kind of questions and and getting some feelers out there for what everybody wants out of this trip. So I think it's going to evolve more in the next, you know, month, maybe two months until yeah. we get a good concrete date. But uh, you know, definitely all you East Coast guys and even even some of you West Coast guys that want to go back east. I might try to make that be, one too. Be looking out for that. Come yeah, up, and hopefully we'll get some more details by the next podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. have Spangler on sometime and uh, see if we can maybe do a little intro of yeah. himself well, he's, and what he's, he's looking for. He's on that East Coast time, so we got to get to him uh, early. Yeah, it's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> he's already in bed. Yeah, it's nine thirty there. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> that's all right. But it'd be nice to see what he can put together. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, and then another one we've got coming up. Uh, I don't think there's any concrete details on this one either, besides the fact that it will happen. Is there will be another WB WLB trip uh, coming up here this spring? And rumor has it, Thermopolis is going to be the spot. I think that's oh, what we're out. looking for. And um, they're kind of, we're kind of kicking around the dates of March 4th through the 6th. We'll see what happens. Uh, that one's in the early stages of planning. But, I mean, the one we had last year was absolutely just so much fun. We had a great time. If you missed it, make sure you make it this year. It was so fun. Yeah, a lot of lot of shenanigans going on for sure up there, and a lot of fish getting caught. So <laughs> that sounds like fun. And the East Coast guys, come out to the, with us. Uh, road goes both ways. Yeah, you so, know, I mean, you, it, it's it's all about networking and you know getting to getting to hook up and getting to meet everybody. And uh, you know, we had a little Colorado meetup here a couple weeks back. You know, there was uh, I don't know what eight. Yeah, I think there's about eight, eight of us. us. Yeah, you know it. it it's just good to put a face, you know, a good handshake to a name. That's exactly that you know. right. And, uh, you know, same thing kind of happened up in the up in the northwest this weekend as they had a little, you know, real small get-together of some people up there again. So, you know, and that's what it's really all about is getting together and fishing having some Fly fun. fishing community of us with being on the Trout Porn World Leaderboard. I think it's so fun because you get to meet people that you talk to on a daily basis and just get them going so uh but i heard they had fun it looks like they had fun i felt bad they had you know the if the weather had done what the weather normally does they would have just had a blast and railed yeah. fish I and mean, everything they got like the, i mean it couldn't have been worse there was like record flooding yeah all the rivers there were like houses floating down the rivers and shit and there was yeah. And all that stuff was feeding into the salt water, so it's not like you go, oh, okay, well, the rivers, we'll just go out to the salt, which is what they kind of did, but still, it's it's pumping all that stuff into the sound and making that harder, so they did get into some fish, which surprised me, but uh, Thomas knows what he knows what's up up there, that's for sure. Yeah, he said that there was some seals and dolphin and stuff that came up there and put it even harder on them on Thursday, so. I would love to ask snag a seal. Oh, man, or a dolphin, either one of them on I mean, 6X. Set mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> no drag. Floss them. That's it. <laughs> so, but uh, we're getting a lot of questions too about how to join the world leaderboard. Uh, we have a new admin. Steve is now adminning with Chaz what? and Jesse. So uh, when you have friends that want to be in on the 
the fun times of the world leaderboard. Just add them in, and we will see if Steve or one of those guys can can get them go through. Um, we are definitely looking for people that want to have fun, that are thick-skinned, and fish. So I yep. think that's about the only prerequisite. And take pictures of your fish. And take pictures, yes. That's yes. And, uh, so take and that, good quality pictures. That goes that's, for the... You know, the best way to get on the big show. I've heard... Yeah. Somebody thought there might be another way to get on the big show, but I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that's not really the best avenue to take. Maybe if... Uh, it might work. Well, Maybe, maybe, but <laughs> and uh, what that and tell your buddies that you know you can fish for if you fish that week, post a picture of you and a fish on the world leaderboard, and I'll count it for that date and that state. Yep. And so, and just remember it. that pick ain't gonna take itself. That's exactly right. So get out and do it. Exactly. And so maybe they're making fun of me. I don't get it. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, and so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, oh, I see what you got. Okay, that's behind the scenes. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, maybe you need to read World Leaderboard, find out. Yeah. So, but yeah, anybody who's not in the group, that's going to be right over their head. Yeah, it was over my head, and I'm in the group, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right, so uh, we did put up a post a couple weeks ago uh, about questions that you guys had us uh, have for us, and so we've picked a few. Uh, they're a little bit older, but we can we can make it work. I'll start it off. Miss Clary again has a question. She's always full of questions. And she asks, fishing in sub-zero temps. I've heard to spray Pam on your guides to help from freezing, but it seems to me after doing this repeatedly, I could weaken the line. And then I have freezing hand issues, but never able to fish in gloves. What are your best suggestions for winter fishing? Favorite gear, tricks, tips? everything else first of all clary we need to bring your questions down to about a six word question that is way too long <laughs> because i don't even know where to start so pam on your eyes of your rod we'll start with that um you know how to take care of that we were just talking about that today yeah this is a little bit tougher for women but the men can take over if they need to you don't want ice on your guides pee on them straight up we're just gonna call it how it is <laughs> chapstick doesn't work pam doesn't work grease doesn't work Pee on it, and that will help it definitely get going. But if you're on the water and they're freezing up, the best thing to do is put the tip of your water uh, rod in the water and let the warmth of the water break the ice off. That's the quickest way to do it. I'm just kidding about peeing on it. Don't pee on it. And then for uh, your freezing hands, um, this one is the way I look at it is stop being a sissy and just suck it up. That's what I go with that one. That's what Rob does. That's what I do. Yeah, and he's really tough about the cold. <laughs> yeah, I'm the biggest sissy, but <laughs> I just say no gloves. I, you know, I fish. I bring gloves. I like the Sims, fingerless with the pullover mittens. If it's super super cold and you just got to warm your hands up, but I think uh, the biggest thing is keep your core warm. And if you keep yeah. your core warm. Uh, your hands aren't going to get nearly as cold. And try to keep your hands out of the water as much as possible. Um, you know, at certain times of year when it gets super cold, you don't want to be lifting that fish out of the water for pictures. Mm -mm. Uh, it, you know, it's. It, I, I actually had a day where I had a fish in the net, and I was holding it, keeping. I thought I was keeping it in the water while I was getting my camera out to uh, take a shot. And what I realized was his tail was sticking up out of the water. And I could see ice crystals starting to form on the edge of his tail. And I was like, oh, man, I ain't even going to take a picture of this fish. And I just yeah. let it go, you know. Yeah. So you got to be really careful. Now, that was like, I mean, it was legitimately below zero that day. So it was it was cold. But uh, <clears throat> keep the core warm. If you, if you have a layer of down, uh, like a, a down vest or something under your jacket, and you keep the core warm, you're going to have warm blood flowing through your hands. And every once in a while, if your hands start to get cold, I'll do some jumping jacks or swing my arms around, get that blood going out to the fingers. And you do stuff like that, you'll find that you won't really need to wear gloves. Because, um, yeah, it is a pain in the butt to fish with gloves on. Yeah, if, you're, if, if your core's warm, you're golden. You I mean, get something on your neck, because your neck is probably the, the biggest area that gets neck it, in your head. cools it down, you know. Get a hat on, get a buff, put your, put your buff on your neck, keep the wind off. 
Yeah, and if you're standing in the water, I mean, you got to keep your uh, layers on your on your lower half good too, and you got to get that air layer in there. It's one thing when you're wearing like a jacket or something, and you get that layer of air between layers of clothing to help insulate. But when you're standing in the water, and you've got basically the water kind of squeezes the air up out of your uh, out of your waders, um, you have to make sure that you've got insulating layers. The, what I do is I'll wear a, a breathable layer and then a layer of thicker insulating either like leggings or and uh, and wool socks and keep that water from you know zapping the body heat out of your lower half yeah because evapor- I mean, evaporation is the quickest way to lose your heat so real quick before we get past the glove thing I want to add this in here if you catch a fish do not grab that fish with the gloves on I don't care. What you've heard, what you've seen, whatever, if you grab that fish with dry gloves, it is going to take the slime off of that fish, and it will probably die. Suck it up. If you want a picture of it, grab it with wet hands from the water. Do not grab it with the gloves on. That's all i got to say about that. What about those, um, I read about the those Sims gloves the, that the supposedly are fish-friendly kind of Man, I, I have experience? a pair. I have a pair, um, but... I still don't do it. That's just just me. Um, I just don't do it. Well, I mean, you know, what is it? An ounce of caution is worth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, save me. save the fish. I mean, don't yeah. Don't I bother mean, with it. If it's that cold and you're having to think about it, it's probably not worth taking that those fish picture. You yep, know? exactly. Gills or get a shot of the fish in the net in the there water. You, you know, yeah. just, that's Put your GoPro underneath. Just as easy. Yep. Take the GoPro, stick it under the water. Yep. Then your GoPro will freeze up, but that's all right. Better <laughs> yeah. than the fish. <laughs> all right. Well, Nathan Moore has a question, um, and his question is, thank you, Nathan, for being quick and to the point. Sorry, Clary. <laughs> for a waiting day, how many rods do you carry and why? Mm. Hmm. Uh, San Juan, I will, I will do... I'll do two rods if I'm going to be out... Um, you know, after kind of the dark time. Oh, area. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'll I'll fish the five weight all day, and, and then I'll take like the seven weight and throw mice with it at night. Ooh, okay. Um, for you know smaller streams, I'm it's it's always just a three or a zero. I don't really try to pack along. I'm the I'm the bad guy. I uh, I bring one rod. Uh, I just am gonna do dirt with the Scott five weight all day. <laughs> so I can change out my flies and leaders fairly quick. So yeah. I only carry well, one rod. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a good point because you can, if you want to throw streamers, take your five weight, gets you know, go get you a Rio sink tip leader. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, like a little small skagit head basically is what yeah. it is. And then you're, you know, you're fishing a semi sinking line. You know. Yep. Take it off. You see them popping on top. Take it off, put your leader back on, start throwing dries. That's that's what I do. I do have the weighted leader, um, but yeah, I mean, I only bring one. That Scott. sounds like way too much work to me. I'll just carry a second rod. If I, uh, you know, that's it's a pain in the butt though, because you know you go and you work a spot, and I like to kind of keep moving a lot if I can. So if you set a rod down and you work down through a run, and you want to keep fishing your way down, and oh man, I got to turn around and go back up and get my other rod, and then go set it down somewhere. So yeah, I, there's it's a double-edged sword. But if I know that there's that I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fish, you know, nymph fish for a couple hours, and I know there's going to be some dry action later that I want to get in on or whatever, then it's worth it to me to pack two rods because, man, I, if if I don't, I won't re-rig to go after fish on dries. It's it, I'd have to see like multiple 20-inch fish Just sipping <laughs> BWOs or something before I'm going to like completely re-rig. So yes. I'll, I'll take a rod that's rigged for dries and a rod that's rigged for, rigged, rigged for nymphs. I yep. see a lot of guys carrying two rods. Um, I just, unfortunately, I guess I'm lazy. I don't, I, I got a, I got a lot of crap I carry with me anyway. So to keep up with one extra rod, I'll lose it the first day I'm out. So, <laughs> oh well. So hopefully that helps you, Nathan. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I guess I don't know. If this would could be considered a hack, but the next question is uh, coming from Steve C. He wants to know if uh, he's curious if we have any kind of unique or cool hacks that make your experience on the water better or easier. So. 
Hmm. I mean, like I said, one right off the bat, get a get a sinking leader from Rio. Yeah. You can fish streamers at the you know drop of a hat, really. Um, I know one that I I don't know if you guys do it or not, but when you're doing your dropper, you just I make the loop. Oh yeah, a little perfect. Makes a loop. loop. Make you know, I just make my loop from my cinch knot. Uh-huh. And then I run my forceps through it and just oh, throw my forceps oh, and grab the tag. I got you. It makes okay. super quick, super fast. That is a good. That way you're not trying to do it. With, you know, if you got gloves on, yeah, something like that. Just run your forceps through, grab the tag, pull it, and you're on. Pull the, it through, and you're, and you're ready to dropper. roll. That's a good idea. You're gonna have to show me that one. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, for me to make my experience on the water better is. Uh, I like to be in to whatever's going on. If one of my buddies got a fish on, I'm going to stop fishing and try to help net him. I'm going to be laughing and cutting up and yelling, and that to me is where it's all about. I just laugh the whole time. I try to if I'm not fishing hard. Um, And for an easier trick, I like to uh, rig my rods up before I go. If I know where I'm going and I know that... uh, that the river is going to be fishing this type of bugs. I'll rig it up the night before, throw it in the rod rack, and I'm I'm golden. So for me, I just I just am going to re-rig it. I mean, just rig it up before I go. But My biggest hack is just making sure that uh, I'm going out there with the right people. There you, you go. Know, to make sure that I'm going to have a good time, hang out with people you like to hang out with. Yeah. And that'll make your day for you no matter how the fishing is. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. Buddies on the water and having fun. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've I've even seen people go as far as to say you're going on a, like a float, you know, say summertime floats. I, I know guys that'll, that'll do, uh, pre-rig their hopper droppers. Oh, yeah. So they're mm-hmm. just, I mean, just ready to roll all I've seen a guy one time, he had a big medicine bottle and he had him wrapped around there. He had the hopper dropper rigged mm-hmm. up and he had tape on it and he... Wrapped it around that tape and then stuck it in the tape. Did another one, wrapped it around it, stuck it. He had like four hopper droppers ready to rock and roll. So it's like, that's kind of cool. That's really cool. If I was guiding or something like that, I might put that kind of effort into it. But yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit on the lazy side myself. So. <laughs> Hence the reason why we fish tailwater, so we don't have to walk anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Heaven forbid if I can't see the truck when I'm fishing. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, though, just uh, for me... You know, kind of laying everything out the night before, making sure I've got everything so I don't forget stuff. And, uh, man, that's the biggest thing because it just sucks when you get there and there's something key that, that you want to have that you don't have with you. And Oh, yeah. You know, I think you're I always called... a couple hours from wherever it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I called Rob yesterday and he was doing what I did last night, was going through his pack and cleaning it up. Cleaning it up. You know, yeah. tidying up, making sure he had everything. Yeah, you know, I actually have a list that I look at on my wall. That I look at to make sure I have all the stuff I want to take with me that next day. And so, uh, that's that's kind of my hack. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's all right. So, next one. Scotty? Oh, let's see. Uh, Randall and or Julie Mercado asked. Randall. Uh, when you go fishing, where is the best place for your keys? For me... Uh, my vehicles have one of those uh, key fob, you know, proximity key fobs, so it's not really a key. So I just put it in the uh, upper pocket of my jacket so that it's dry. And uh, when I get close to the car, I'm good to go. You're good to go. Well, what I do is I put it in the same pocket in my waders every single time. That way I know where it's at. It's zipped up. It's not going to fall out. And I also do keep a spare key underneath my rig. I'm not going to tell you where because I know a lot of people want to steal my car. So, anyway, uh, I'm not going to tell you where that's at. It's a blue Chevy Blazer with white roof rack. Exactly. That's the one. And it's underneath the spare tire that's not there. So, uh, I actually put it in my pocket, zip it up. I know it's there every single time. Uh, But that's what I do with my keys. I put my key fob and my... Wait uh, a second. Hold on just a second. Hmm? Hold on. I just now understood... What Randall is talking about. Well, that's kind of... I, I, I just now figured it out. <laughs> I figured this is coming out of the whole pyramid trip. I thought this after. was a for real question. This is not a for real question. Well, it's for real. So the real question is, <laughs> when we were in Pyramid, uh, Whitney and Jose drove and they lost the key to their car. And we are at Pyramid 
at like six o'clock at night with flashlights looking for the keys, looking for the keys, couldn't find them. And finally, Tom says, Whitney, let's go over and get your other key set at uh, Crosby. So me and Randall and and Jose and uh, Randy all hung out there and we just laughed for like four hours. That's why you're asking about the keys, Randall. You, t- I, I, t- I that was a real quick. Hey, that's funny, dude. It's a good topic. That's a good, <laughs> no, well, you know. But anyway, that was the most fun too, because uh, man, me and Randy and Jose and Randall just laughed and told stories. It was freezing cold, and uh, all that to say, the keys were in the front seat of the car. Oh Jesus. In Whitney's purse. So we sat there the whole entire time waiting for them to come back and then right when they get there we look in Whitney's purse and the keys are in the purse. Nice. Awesome. Yes. So, sorry. Sorry. Just well, what I was going to say about uh, the key fob was my uh, like my my fishing license, my wallet, my whatever Anything that I'm not going to be using for fishing all goes into one pocket, so I'm not going in and out of that pocket where I might drop something out of it that I need. Yeah, me you too. Know. That's yeah. exactly what I do too. That's funny. Except for maybe my phone. I mean, like me, I, I leave, like we always have a spare set in the car. So when we go fish, the spare set's always there. there. If I'm by myself, which is typically the case, wallet stays in the car. Set of keys I drove up with stays in the car because we have the key pad oh, man. on the See, door. That's nice. That's nice. So I mean, you know, it's just six nine six nine six nine. And then <laughs> what was that code again? Sixty nine sixty nine. At a boy. At a boy. <laughs> so uh, Tammy, Steve's wife, is shaking her head right now. I wish you guys could see that. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. So. Well, I think we're going to get through a couple happenings, and then let's see. Or do you want to bring the guest in now? What yeah, do you think? You want to bring her in? Let's, right. let's bring up the guest. All right. Let's see what we can do here. We got the special guest. I actually got to personally meet this person, and I had a blast laughing. It is absolutely hilarious. And so let's see if we could. Whoops. Please answer. Hello? Yo, what's up? What's going on? I don't know. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Just driving back to Spokane. Well, if anybody doesn't know, this is the famous and infamous Heather (laughs) Hodson. Welcome. Thank you. I don't know famous or infamous, but it's all good. No, that's okay. Well, I was just telling them how fun it was at Pyramid and getting to meet you and hang out with all those guys, and uh, that's why we called you. Awesome. It was a blast, for sure. So, did you think that the words that came out of my mouth would come out? (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I mean, I was out on that ladder... For a long time, and you were right there with us, putting the putting the time on the water and the cast in the water. I was uh, pretty impressed. Uh, that's one thing I love about the trout porn ladies. They do dirt just like the guys do. Absolutely. I agree. Hardcore. Just like all my ladies, we fish in the like cold, snow, wind, it doesn't matter. Those ladies are always out there. It's awesome. That's cool. I like seeing those. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing you posting those pictures up during the winter. That's cool. Yeah, because the ladies are hardcore. I mean, there's a couple of fair weather fishermen or fisher gals, I guess. But for the most part, they're all pretty. They're into it. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, can you tell us a little bit about that group? Sure, I would love to. Since I just did my speech on it. Um, so it's the uh, Spokane on the Fly. I founded it in March of 2014. And basically, it's just kind of an avenue for anybody in the inland northwest, whether it's like eastern Washington, Oregon, Idaho, wherever, just to kind of have this safe outlet, not intimidating real women, not these tall, skinny blondes that hold dead fish, but actually Ooh. chicks that get out and, and fish. So it's uh, it's been awesome. So. We have an outing like once a month. We do hackle and hops. We tie flies. We uh, 
just get out and fish, and there's like 60 ladies strong right now for the group, so it's pretty incredible. That's wow. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's funny because there's so many, like, shapes, sizes, colors, it does not matter, and professions, and it's cool because we're all equal on the water, so it's it's been pretty incredible, so. That's no, awesome. That's, yeah, it is good. I mean, it's... So... If if one was let's say if somebody was wanting to attend, you know, kind of get into this, what uh, you know, what would they need to do on their end to you know get in and get going to these outings and you know start partaking in all the activities that you guys do? Just show up or like email me or Facebook or do something and just basically show up. We have so much extra gear and uh, like there's so many gals that have never even picked up a fly rod that still come out. And we're doing this mentorship program now, so because obviously when you have 20 ladies on the water, you all can't fish the same runs. And so what we're doing is we're just splitting up the, you know, kind of just different experience levels with a mentor. And then everybody goes out on a run. We all kind of split up throughout the day and then meet up for a beer after at the end of the day. So it's uh, just show up. That's it. And it's not, it's free. So we charge for supplies for the fly time, but you can bring your own supplies if you want, and we don't charge for anything else, so it's it's pretty awesome, and just wow. to meet all the ladies and social, you know, the whole social aspect of it, and safety, and it's not intimidating, and it's awesome. So are you so, guys, uh, is it funded through donations, or how, how does all that stuff get paid for? Yeah, we just became a part of Child Unlimited, so we're the a part of the women's initiative for TU. Um, we, that was back in June. So now we have a 501c3, or we're a part of that, so we can get nonprofit donations so everybody can write them off. But um, we kind of just, I mean, I fund a lot of it with my own money, but it, I'm okay with that. It is what it is, you know, and it's only going to get bigger and better. And it already has, you know, in the last year and a half. So it's been pretty, pretty cool. So well, we have some money in the bank, but not, not too much, so. If somebody wants to uh, support that, how would they go about doing that as far as making donations or donating gear, or would they just get a hold of you? Yeah, just get a hold of me, and then I can, I mean, gear is awesome because we do have so many new people. I mean, that's the thing is, especially for women, it's it's intimidating. You walk into a fly shop, and the guys ask you what you want, what you're buying for your husband, you know? So, right. it's, uh, so it's... I think for women to even want to get involved in it, they kind of want to just feel it out first, see how it is before they buy all their gear. So having extra gear is awesome. So That's cool. What's your email that yeah. we can get a hold of you at? So SpokaneWomenOnTheFly at gmail.com. Perfect. So. Nice, nice and, and easy. We're, we're, yeah, nice and easy. And we're on Bookface or Facebook, and uh, we, uh, we don't do the twatter. But uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and we have our own website as well. So it's big time. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. one, one brand, easy to find, you know. Exactly. That's right. With a cool logo and just a bunch of real chicks. It's very, it's fun. So do you guys, so. Uh, do you guys have any events coming up you'd like to plug? Oh, man. Um, no, just lots of flight time stuff. And then we're going to do the film festivals are coming up. And, um, yeah, not really anything too major. I guess we're doing a Trout Unlimited um, for the Spokane River. We have these the native red bands in the river. So we're, that's kind of what we are, our main focus is in Spokane. And so it's April 1st. We're doing a big, huge Spokane River fundraiser with the, the one of the film festivals. But that's still a while away. So. Nice. Awesome. So we've heard we heard so, about some of the uh, pyramid adventures, and I know you've been yes. uh, how how did it go up in Washington <laughs> up uh, recently here? It was um, well the, on Thursday. The weather was very very challenging, <laughs> so I don't know what the wind was, but holy moly, trying to get your cast out there and uh, just waves and and rocks and everything. So that day was we fished for. A little while, but um, we caught some fish, but it wasn't, you know, like a stellar um, fish catching. I think it was more about the whole experience and just being out there with, you know, kind of the trout pond family. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it's always fun to meet and just hang out and get to know people better. And Thomas is awesome. He treats us so well. 
and uh, we did some beach stuff. And then on Friday night, we did some night fishing, and I've never done night fishing, so it was awesome. And uh, with the UV flies, and just, it was crazy. It was cool. Both Charlie and I actually were able to hook up. And they weren't big fish, but, man, they fought. It was it was fun. So. Nice. And crazy nice. to think that you're casting in the dark with a UV fly that's glowing in the water. You know, it's pretty cool. So. <laughs> I know, I can tell you one thing, when I was, I knew you guys were out there trying to get after it, and when you're seeing, when you're seeing uh, weather reports and news about the weather in Washington, when you're in Colorado, and I'm like, those guys are still fishing, that's fucking hardcore. Oh yeah, right that is hardcore. it was hardcore, and the women it. outnumbered the men, which was cool. That so, is awesome. In, yeah, it's just pouring down rain, wind sideways, or flies are in our face, because, I mean, it was fun. It is what it is. I mean, that's you just have fun, you enjoy it, and you learn something new, you know. So that's what it's all about. It is. Yeah. You know, and that's, so. and that's why God invented Gore-Tex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. <laughs> well, I'm really bummed out that I wasn't able to hook up with you in New Mexico. I really I wanted know. to fish with you. Yeah. Well, it all... It'll happen. Oh, I'll yeah. come. I'll It'll probably, happen soon. I'll probably come this spring or something. I'm going to go. I, so, Rob, I did look March for, or the first weekend of March is open, so I will be there for cool. sure. That's ah, what I'm talking about. So, yeah, but I'll, I'll definitely get to Colorado. So Excellent. I want to do some more Nevada stuff, some more California stuff. Washington. I just I just like to go. It's awesome. Well, we'll take you to Decker's oh. when you get here. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. That place is on Fire. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I saw something the other day on uh, Facebook that you may or may not have received an award for something. Uh, well, kind of I don't award. know if it's... Yeah, it's... Uh, I was appointed the... Uh, this is a really long name, so... And it's, you don't get paid for it either, but... So I was appointed the um, Washington Women's Initiative Council Chair of Child Unlimited. Awesome. So they... Yeah, so basically what it is is I'm just going to um, kind of just travel around or communicate via email with the, all the ladies of Child Unlimited in Washington State and just kind of help them and with different events and just getting more women involved in the sport of fly fishing as well as the Child Unlimited. And also, um, you know, there's a lot of ladies that don't fish, but really care about the environment and the whole conservation piece of it too so we might focus a little bit on that as well so it'll um it's going to be fun so now and you know i'll have a budget a traveling budget so i won't get paid but it, hopefully i'll get you know a little bit of compensation for travel and then i'm going to try to do some private lessons or do some other women's classes all over the state like a different fly shop so i can just kind of um you know get the word out and kind of continue that teaching so well, well do, you get to, do you get to keep the chair? Yes, okay, I good. do. Good. I haven't decided which one, I, what, what I'm going to get, but yeah, I get to keep it. Good. <laughs> yeah. get, one, get one that's waterproof and folding. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> With a cup a holder. Of, Make sure it has a cup oh, holder. Yeah, you need a cup holder, at least two cup holders. So I tend to use my cleavage for my cup holder, so then oh. I'm going to have at least a couple more, so... <laughs> will that hold a will that hold a deuce deuce or can you go full forty on that? Oh, full forty with the paper bag and everything. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. That's good. That's we cool. absolutely yeah. have to fish together. That's full on hobo shed right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that is great. That's awesome. So, have you? Uh, I know you've been traveling around a lot, doing a lot of stuff. Are there any other cool places, cool people you've gotten to fish with in the last few weeks? Um, just kind of the trout farm guys. Gosh, what have I been doing? I've been swinging. I've been doing a lot of steelhead swinging down on the snake with just my normal people, and uh, and then this weekend. Oh, and then um, in a couple weeks, we're gonna go down to. Oregon for Christmas and then fish the Sandy River and the Clackamas and we're going to meet up with Alice and, her, and John and then ho- possibly Jesse and Jake so we might cool. do something yeah try to get four days of steelhead nice. fishing in um, yeah for the holidays so 
Can you, uh, yeah. when you do go down to Oregon, can you verify <laughs> that John actually does hold Alice's fish for her? Oh, I will. You know, I yes, I will. I'll verify. I'll take pictures. How's that? I'll oh, even better. I think uh, I think video <laughs> video would be more telling. Uh, okay, that's what I'll do. I'll do some video. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. No, that's good. Yeah, no, so. it'll be fun. And I think the whole Renegades versus Child Porn Weekend in January. I may. I don't know. I might fly down to either Nevada or California and try to see. Try to beat some of the guys in person. There you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. I don't know. You want to beat them what right happens. in front of them. <laughs> yes, I want to show them that, yeah, that my fish is going to be bigger. That is it. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Tears. I'm sure it will be. It's uh, good women karma. Somehow we have it for some reason. Yeah. So. Oh, that's why the girls <laughs> always outfish the boys. <laughs> it's true, sometimes. <laughs> most of the time well hey thanks for uh thanks for adding some new members too i appreciate we appreciate yeah. you yeah, promoting awesome. the group and you know it's always more, uh, more ladies it's always yeah. good to, to tip the ratio in favor of the females in my opinion exactly well when i lead my group the girls against guys when I head up that team, I gotta have you know i'm, I'm getting a good team going so. yeah you you might actually be onto something there that's always yeah. been. A, it's always that contest has always been a bit of a bloodletting, but uh, yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah, this this could be good this year. We'll I, see. I can't wait. Yeah, you guys are definitely <laughs> increasing in the ranks, so it should be very interesting when it comes about. I can't yeah. think of another uh, another group on Facebook that has more legit lady anglers than uh, than us. And I have seen I it totally firsthand. Agree. I've seen yeah, it firsthand. I agree. So. Especially from all over the United States. Yeah. It's so great. Well, and the cool it. thing, too, I think, you know, with child porn, I think I tallied up. I fished with 37 people already, and I'm fairly new to the group. Yeah. Jeez. And so, and with all, you know, with women in general and social media, I think if you are fly fish, then you're automatically friends. It's really weird, you know, so I can contact any of them and just say hey i'm gonna be in utah do you want to go fish and everybody's game it's just it's really it's fun oh yeah it's a pretty pretty small and tight family too it is yeah so and everybody's willing to you know show some of their home waters and help out and just be a part of it so it's been really it's been really fun awesome right on well you've got you've got me beat you got me beat already i'm only up to 20 yeah. Well, Pyramid helps because there was so many people at Pyramid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm at 1,300. So that <laughs> yeah, that tipped the scale. So <laughs> I haven't maybe been... next year I'll even double that number. We'll see. So. Yeah, there you go. I haven't been on any of the, the major trial porn get-togethers yet, so hopefully I'll be ramping my number up. You and me. Yep. You and me, man. I've been. Yeah. <laughs> you swing dance, you, gotta, you have to be able to dance. Oh, you don't, yeah, nobody needs to see that. <laughs> I guess if I drink enough, I would probably bust a move. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I'll, I'll be ready for that. <laughs> All right. Well, Heather, thank you so much for your time. I know you're driving, so uh, I guess we'll let you get back at it. Be safe driving home. I will. Thanks. Yeah, be- I can't wait to meet you, and I can't wait to meet both you and Steve and Scott. It'll be, yep, yep. It'll be fun. It will be. So, for sure, sure. I'll, uh, I'll, next year, so we'll I'll do come it. down to Colorado. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Heather. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Heather. Talk to you guys. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. And that was Heather Hodson, everybody. Giddy up. Good job. So I think we're going to just do the happenings, and uh, we're going to be out of your hair. Steve? That was, yeah. that was one more uh, question that I think somebody posed that maybe we didn't get, was what size drink she could fit in her cleavage. Oh. I'm glad we got the answer to that. <laughs> who, who, who asked that? Was it, uh, what's that guy's name, Chaz? Yeah, it yeah, might have been Chaz. It was Chaz. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got WLB happenings coming up um, and still ongoing. The hunting WLB is still going on. Uh, Festivus, mark your calendars. Get your grievances ready. 
I don't know if, if there will be feats of strength. I'm hoping. <laughs> um, you know, weight does play a lot of a big part in inertia. So, <laughs> Festivus is coming up. Uh, we do have the world leaderboard versus the other group event coming up uh, in January, and we do have a weekly pod weekly holy cow monthly at this rate. But we do have the podcast photo winner that we have picked. Yep, yep. Yes. And the winner is... Robbie? Gerald Lee. There you go. Oh, buddy. Good job, Gerald. You've, Good job, buddy. You've become one of us. As much as, you, as much as you fought it at the beginning, and as much as we fought giving you props... You finally earned it, I think. Yeah, I think, I think the meme pushed him over the top. Yeah. He posted a meme. So I, yes, I predicted he would post a meme by the end of the year, and bang. <laughs> he he didn't even make me wait till Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, Scott, <laughs> Scott had his magic eight ball out that night because he was on fire. <laughs> and I would like to say I've uh, finally been able to post some points in the hunting WLB. I went, out, I went out this weekend with my boy, and we killed a 13-foot Christmas tree. Oh, and I nice. saw it on top of the car. Sawed that sucker off clean for, clean off at the ground. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> so don't uh, you know? Don't forget we've we've got uh, a, a few other outlets for for getting your trout porn fix. We've got the trout porn Instagram, which is trout porn nation. We have the trout porn Twitter, which is at trout porn. We have the podcast, which you are currently listening to, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. We have the Trout Porn uh, main page, a.k.a. The Big Show, which is just Trout Porn. Don't forget about the Trout Porn World Leaderboard page, which is the private group where all the shenanigans, shenanigans go down. Yes. Like I said, get in there. If you got a friend that is solid... Get him in there. We we you know we can approve you if you want him in that day. If you're going on a trip with them, you want him in that day. Let me know. Let Chaz know. We'll get him approved and get him in. Um, what else we got? Anything the, else? The last one is the infamous Trout Porn Magazine, which no one has seemed to have stepped up on. So I guess we got it's in there and out of there. Holy schmoly. Anyway, but I think that might be it. Yeah. I think we've covered everything we, uh, we need to cover. Definitely, yeah. we took a little hiatus. It was for a very good reason. Very good reason, but uh, we should be back and in rotation. So, All until right. next time. All right, thanks, guys. Peace S- out. See ya. <laughs>